0: Yo, that's wild, because I'm smacked. <laughs> Shit. Hey, yo, this is the Fuck Your Hope Podcast. I'm your host, K Vision. What we do here is we take fuck niggas and backpackers to therapy, do hip-hop music. <laughs> yo, that's crazy, right? Yo, shut up. Any- <laughs> right? So today's uh, today's episode is man, We focus on the lyrics of many man, What the fuck? That's how you know we in the hood, y'all. Anywho, we focus on the lyrics to mini men by fifty cent. And the goal today is to analyze those and figure out the best way we can deal with trauma, y'all. So we're gonna go in, we're gonna go deep, we're gonna go dark in this first episode. Our special guest is Miss AJ. She's a public health aficionado, self care expert and she's gonna walk us through all the steps we need to that way we can get prepared to deal with our trauma, y'all. Let me hit her buzzer.
1: Hold on
0: y'all. This is a part of the podcast where I went at add gunshot. You can just add the, the sound effect.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I know he lies, I know he lies.
1: And they can try and take my life away. It's okay to sing it all, it's alright, you, <laughs> you can record you can sing the song. cause I'll come to take your life away. don't this no Money on my head, gone, get your feet, but motherfucker, I ain't paid, I'm the diamond in the dirt, that ain't been found, I'm the underground king, and I ain't been crowned, when I found something special happened every time, I'm the greatest, something like I lead in this crime, I walk the with the bundles, I been knocked on the humble, swing the hocks when I walk to show your ass with my gun, got a nigga, go ahead. lose your head, turn your back on me, get clapped and lose your leg. I walk around, gun on my waist, chip on my shoulder, top, bucket, clippers, you fake postage, beats ain't no fun. Many man, many, 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 many
0: man, Wish death for me, Lord, I don't cry no more. This
2: song should have been
1: somebody's high school graduation song. <laughs> it's perfect for graduation, though. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Not at all. This one was for the angry kids <laughs> I was one of them. would feel so good if it wasn't for pain. gotta be I don't see only God to give my black ass a I'm like you good jealous? you can call me the Make like mouth any means, I'm with my gun in my power. on, me. They on me. I told you Many many, 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 many men Wish on Lord, I don't cry no more Don't go the sky no more Have mercy on me. have mercy on my soul many Many, many, many,
0: don't I know you say to me, but I still feel my game, my keep on me. That happened to me the other day. I got a me
1: I ain't gonna spell it out for you motherfuckers all the time. Like, you a literary nigga. You can't be between the lines. in the Bible it says before the round comes around. I'm
0: gonna shot me gritty so he got shot down. Never it's clear that I'm here for a real reason. If he got hit like I got hit, but he ain't the air horns, man. That's what I need, air horns. That's <laughs> a, I need to buy one of those machines or something like that. <laughs> So we can get the air
2: hole. Exactly. There
0: you, go. You, you already know. Anywho y'all, it's the fuck your help podcast. It's the hip hop therapy for fuck niggas and backpackers. And I'm your host, King V I Dollar I O N, that's King Vision for all y'all literate niggas that can't read between the lines. Like Sicy said. Anywho, I'm here with a special guest for the first episode and special guest, what's your name? Where you I'm from? What's my your many son? names. What's your sign? So
3: <laughs> the podcast world knows me as AJ from the Oasis Podcast, and I'm a Leo fan. What up? Oh shit, no
0: more, <laughs> no, just, no more. <laughs> so AJ, tell us what you do. What makes you a dope ass person? Cause I'm me. <laughs> Cause you,
3: I mean, no Wayne, That's what, That's an
0: episode right there. That's a quote.
3: Cause I'm me. Facts. Um, not you. I'm just a magical black girl out here in this world doing what I do. Okay. Um,
0: what do you do for a career?
3: I do mental health related work in schools currently for the city. I have my podcast, the Oasis Podcast. Once again, if you're not already listening, please go ahead and subscribe and follow us on IG and Facebook. I and I am also the founder of a consulting Services, named AJO Consulting Services. Okay, you got a hefty workload. What are you trying out here? Like? busy out here. I'm trying to. I mean, how you busy doing Corona? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, I'm busy. I'm actually working out here in East Street. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. Corona
0: got you really working?
3: Like working, working. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got to really do a 40-hour thing.
3: You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> Anywho, uh y'all, we picked uh, many minutes for this episode because um, it really, like, hit me on my listening to it. So this is my routine, y'all, for picking up these episodes. I go to the park, I, I engage in some adult activity in the park. And I just write down these thoughts, this inspiration. Um, and this song kinda hit me, um, in my own journey because I'm um I've been going to therapy and one of the things my, Okay, white
3: man. Go yeah, I'm trying,
0: I'm trying, I'm trying, trying Do to Do be that therapy is. I'm trying, I'm back in therapy. <laughs> um, and um one of the first things my therapist said is that, um, you gotta start dealing with your trauma. And um, that's what the song is about, AJ. Um, this whole song is about uh, dealing with trauma, acknowledging trauma, um, and trying to become the better person, um, the person you want to be, I guess, per se, mm-hmm. while um, still dealing with the shit that you've been involved with in the past. Um, so we're going to jump right straight into it. Um, from the hook, you're talking about uh, just uh, the moving into uh, shooting people, having to deal with shit, acknowledging his temper, um, trying to move forward and become the better him, and I kind of thought about it. And it, it, it's important to deal with the stuff before you become a better you. Um, so the, before we move forward with the conversation, let's just talk about trauma and what exactly trauma is and what does it look like.
3: Oh, that's my cue. Yeah, that's the right. cue. <laughs> Damn, I ain't gonna be a close fly like that. Um, <laughs> what is trauma? Trauma is any. Ooh. Trauma is any experience um, that a person has that leaves a lasting impact. Um, And that can vary depending on the person. Everybody responds to uh, an incident differently. Everyone won't be traumatized by a particular incident um, in the same way or at all, honestly. So you can have... Siblings in a home, parents may fight every night and then get divorced. One sibling may be fucked up literally the rest of their lives, right? And then the other sibling will go on and be successful and never really um, factor in the fact that their parents got divorced and that they used to fight all the time, right? So everyone just right. responds to trauma differently.
0: Okay, so pretty much there's no like measuring stick for trauma. So like big trauma, small trauma, you know, small things could be uh, traumatic
3: it's not a measuring stick. So how in in, in the mental health field, how we like to talk about and deal with trauma um, and in the work that we do, it's like um, think of trauma, just like how people in the medical profession think of universal precautions, right? Mm -hmm. You treat every patient as if they have everything, if that makes sense. And so that way, you wear your gloves, you wear your protection, and you deal with every patient the same way. When it comes to trauma, there's not there's not a meter mm-hmm. that says, oh, just because you only experienced divorce but I experienced watching a death mm-hmm. means that um, one of us is going to be more traumatized than the other. Right. It doesn't necessarily work that way because you may be more traumatized than I am by that experience. And, then again, different factors go into that.
0: Okay, okay. Well, like I said earlier, like, this song triggered a lot of my past trauma, Oh yeah. so that's why I picked it. But um, I understand you got some 50-cent some expertise in, in, in and <laughs> I don't
3: know about all that. Uh,
0: that. That's what I heard after my research.
3: <laughs> um, so
0: tell me, what does this song mean to you? Because to me, this is about trauma, so Man.
3: what does it remind you of? This whole album was a vibe for me when this came out in high school. Um, in two, Was it 2003, right? This, this yeah, album came out? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I was 16 years old in a hot fucking mess.
2: Um,
3: Where <laughs> so were we all? Oh, child. child. But my, my mess was really, really compact and packed up really neatly so mm-hmm. people really didn't know it. Mm-hmm. But for this album this song right here like y'all i was angry angry when Mm -hmm. i was younger i was angry about so much shit and i never i of course you're young you're not really thinking about oh what you angry about right Mm -hmm. um but i was super angry um and this song made me feel so good when I listened to it, and mm-hmm. I definitely shouldn't have been listening to it. <laughs> My sister's uh, boyfriend at the time, shout out to him, he used to work at GQ mm-hmm. uh, magazine, and so he would like when the album dropped, mm-hmm. he would always get the albums. He wasn't a hip hop head, so he gave them to me. <laughs> he steal it or he bought
0: it for
2: you?
3: <laughs> no, nah, they gave them to him. The no, nah, I can't steal them. it. Oh, nah, he was nah, a plug nah. Plug. You know how you get when the album about to drop? There's like quote unquote, I guess you consider them samples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he would get those, and so I would get the joints. The before. version. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got this album and I was just like, "Yo, repeat, like <laughs> continuous." Um, many men just the, when the beat drops. Even now, I like when the beat drops. Something in my soul just. Oh, want to pull
0: up into a drive by. Like bruh,
3: <laughs> like the inner gangster just want to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and back
3: then it was super relevant because I, again, I was super. I was. I guess you would consider like the good kid in regards to like education wise. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was kind of this weird dichotomy because I was also the friend that my friends came to when you wanted to pull up on someone. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of this weird... Sounds
0: a lot familiar. <laughs> if you're listening, Tony, if you're listening, Tony, you know exactly what we're talking about. So
3: it was this weird kind of combo. Like, I, I, anyone came to me, yo, I got beef work, just taking off errands, where we going? Insert gunshots. <laughs> I got
0: to get the plug, plug in so I can put the gunshots.
2: So,
3: and, uh, yeah, I was I was a strange, strange
2: uh, being when I was younger. You know yeah, well, yeah.
0: so I have a question for you. um. Through your process, it seems like um, you became self-aware. And it leads me to (laughs) believe that you kind of um, acknowledge your trauma. Um, So if you don't mind explaining, like, what is it like to acknowledge your trauma? Why is it important to acknowledge your trauma? Like, I want to get a little bit of idea of what that should look like. Um, For me, at least, I'm at that place where I'm acknowledging some shit, and I'm in the fuck-up zone, and I'm just like like it's dark it's dark it's dark, and I'm experiencing new things, and it's still dark because i'm I'm, I'm looking at it through the lens of like my past traumas, so um I'm kind of finding it hard to realize like why do I need to do this? <laughs> so you might give me some tips, giving us some tips
3: you you said a lot in here, so <laughs> give me straight up the question so a lot. why is
0: it important to acknowledge your trauma
3: simply put um. You won't know. I know this is gonna sound cliche, but you won't know where you're going until you know where you've been, right? That would have been and, a perfect segue for me. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna hold that thought.
3: Um, and it, it and it's it, it's for real. Um, Trauma really is the summation. um Who we are right now is the summation of the traumas we've experienced. Mm-hmm. And. If you don't take the time to really go back, you go back, go back to two years old when your daddy left. or my daddy left. <laughs> um, if you don't do that, you you're not going to be able to clearly see where you need to be because you won't understand who you are at all. Um, and so, though it's painful and painful as fuck, as fuck, let me emphasize <laughs> that. Um, it's beyond, beyond, beyond um, necessary and. In in a way when you do when you do acknowledge it, it loses its power over you. Mm-hmm. Like it um once you're able to go through that pain, which a lot of us suppress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, once you're able to be like, nah, I'm gonna open up this, this, this door, I'm gonna open up this Pandora box, I'm gonna deal with this shit, um, you realize I got through that. I can go through anything. Facts.
0: That that's dope. Um, I'm I'm working with building that inner strength and, um, through acknowledging my traumas so I'm there but um it's only like so many punches I could take at the moment but you know what um, that's a, a durability test so um, I, I I tend to be durable in times of, of uh, distress so
3: we always think that we can't handle and right. I know again it's very cliche and again if you believe in God whoever you, whatever and whoever and whatever you believe in but I do strongly believe that you don't get like God won't put on, give you things you can't handle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. Yeah, you be talking to him like, bruh, right? But you can handle it. And I think uh, in dealing with with your trauma, you have a uh, now you got twenty twenty vision. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Because you get to
0: point intended.
3: <laughs> True. King
0: King King
3: you get to look back and see things from a different angle, and you then you get to really realize, But I'm alive, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here, so guess what? You made it through. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you, we, we're a lot stronger than we think we are.
0: That's true. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I've learned that um, trauma uh, carries baggage, it, it mm-hmm. baggages that weigh
3: mm-hmm.
0: like, so much, <laughs> and they just and when you're on a journey and you're carrying your luggage and you're meeting people mm-hmm. or just meeting old like reconnecting with old people. That weight from that, that tra- past trauma just you know, tends to interfere in your, your relationships and when I say relationships friendships family mm-hmm.
3: um, the whole gamut
0: all of that um so do you mind giving an idea of um, how not dealing with trauma has affected uh people you know yourself um your relationships uh with family members friendships uh in the mm. dating world.
3: I think not dealing with trauma, I can for myself and people I know, uh, but it stunts you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It keeps you frozen in place. Mm-hmm. And I strongly believe in life, if you're not growing, you're dead, mm-hmm. right? And you can be dead, but still breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I was definitely in that space where I was alive, right? I was breathing, but I was dead inside, on mm-hmm. some real shit. Um, and people would never have guessed that, they would never have seen that. Um, and that's because there was so much just swirling in me, and I refused to take knowledge and deal with it. And because of that, I was a pretty shitty girlfriend. Like, yeah, I was pretty shitty. Um, and I can't even say a girlfriend per se because I was shitty to people I was just chatting with too, just talking to. For right. um Um, so that's
0: like yeah, any, so, any day relationship. Yeah.
3: Um, for sure. And it's, it's I was just I was really just a weird creature back then. <laughs> I really was because I was loyal. I had your back. You can talk to me. Um, but at the same time, like, I think with certain individuals, it wasn't everybody across the board, but mm-hmm. certain individuals, I treated them like shit.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: I knew that, and I was okay with it. And if they weren't okay with it, I made them feel like shit about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was so fucked up. And, and, and I think with a lot of people, especially now... Um, you know, being being this age and dating and all this shit, like, you encounter so many people who haven't dealt with their trauma, and you, mm. you feel it, you see it, and, and kind of mentioning what you said, is, in dealing with your shit, you get a little more, um, you get to see a lot more, uh, and you get more keen on mm-hmm. picking up other people's shit, you know mm. what I'm saying? Um, just because you, deep. you see them, you know what I mean, if that makes sense, I don't know if y'all ever seen Avatar, the blue people avatar,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but when she's like, I see you, John, I see you, mm-hmm. like, that shit was so profound then, and I didn't realize it. But then years later, when I went through my journey, I got it. And mm-hmm. so, like, I see people. I, I just have a different lens of how I see people now.
0: That's hard. That's hard. That reminds me of part of the first verse. Well, 50 says, "I got a temper, nigga. Go ahead, lose your head. Turn your back on me, get clapped. Lose, lose your, your legs. legs. <laughs> walk around, gun on my. Wait, walk around, gun on my head. What do you say?" walk around, gun on my waist, chip on my shoulder till I bust a clip in your yes. face, pussy this be things over. That's a hard line. Um and it it it, it makes me think of um we're dealing with the, the the stuff that I transpired, just just not transpired, just think of the stuff that transpired in fifty six life and in my life. Um in that relationships with people mm-hmm. um when you have trauma and um it, i thought feel was profound when he says, um buzzed to clip in your face, pussy. This beef ain't over because he's not letting go. Um, and it, 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 it almost sent, felt like he felt like he had a reason to not let go, um, which lead me to the next thing I wanted to talk about with this particular verse is the victim complex. Mm. Um, so I, I suffer from this, y'all. I'ma keep it buck with you. A lot of us black men, we suffer from this. Like, like I'm the victim. You did Welcome me wrong, so now I got the power to to do what I need to do to hurt you. Hmm. Um, so can we talk about how trauma um, can cause that and why trauma is definitely not healthy um, when you know you're dealing with the victim complex and how trauma can develop the victim complex?
3: I do want to throw a disclaimer in here. I am not a mental health professional. For so oh, yeah, those definitely. of you, if you, I do mental health related work, mm-hmm. but I am not a licensed professional. My teachers have been uh, experienced and, and the spirit okay yeah, so I just want to make that so clear. A, another
0: disclaimer <laughs> y'all so Miss AJ doesn't she didn't she doesn't know but the, the introduction to the podcast was recorded before I started interviewing her so she don't know I didn't tell people that that she's not a a, a mental health therapist which I already told y'all <laughs> I just told y'all that she's the shit she's about her business she works in public health and she's a, a self care aficionado.
2: Okay. But um, yeah, I already gave y'all
0: just that disclaimer earlier, y'all. So um, once again, she's no clinical therapist, so don't jump in her DMs. Do not try to <laughs> Google her name. This like 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 she's about that shit. She's a good friend. She's definitely somebody that could give y'all advice. But like, if you need help, I, I got a hotline number. Y'all could DM me um, because I need y'all to listen, and I'm sure y'all y'all. Um, sharing ex- your listening experience yeah that's the word yeah listening yeah. experience um so if you need the hotline number listen to uh,
3: and i got plenty of resources episodes. for y'all so you know oh, what i'm saying yeah. definitely slide it together for resources i got you
0: but, uh, but, but, but wait we're not going to post different. those we ain't given those those resources yet because y'all got to tune into uh other episodes because we dropping gems secretly Absolutely. through episodes so the more y'all listen the more tools y'all get this is you know black people don't like to pay for help. Y'all niggas got to pay me for help. When I start putting up the, the, the cash app um, on, on the podcast, that's when I'm going to start giving y'all real help. But until then, y'all got to deal with these little jewels. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> back to dealing with trauma and the victim complex.
3: So, run that back for me. You know, my, my brain, my uh, that's it." So, um,
0: <laughs> just uh, pretty much what the victim complex is, how can trauma cause one? to uh, possibly develop the victim complex and why you really need to acknowledge the trauma to get rid of the victim complex if you do have a victim complex.
3: Okay, that's a lot of questions. We're going to take them one at a time. That's- um so what exactly is the victim complex? Again, this is my perception, my interpretation of what a victim complex is. Um, and honestly, a victim complex is for me, it's some it's a, it's it's being in a mindset where you feel things are happening to you, mm-hmm. uh, where you feel that you do not have control in your life, and, so di- and therefore, uh, you're building off uh, things that have happened to you, and you see yourself as someone who is defenseless. You see yourself as someone that couldn't have done anything to change anything, and due to the things you've, you have experienced, as you move forward in, in, in life, in the world, um, as things... Um, Occur, or your mindset just just pretty much stays in that in that um frame of like things are going to happen to me. I can't do anything. I can't control anything. And so being in that mindset now, you view everything from that lens, right? So if 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 a confrontation happens, if an argument happens, if something happens, it's automatically oh. Um,
2: it's someone able. did something yeah. to
3: you, right. It's someone else's fault and someone did something to you, and it removes accountability. It doesn't allow that person who's in this mindset to see, you know what, I did. Yes, what happened was fucked up. Um, maybe I did get an unequal amount of what occurred. However, I did play a part in what, mm-hmm. it, what happened.
0: Okay. So um, why, would, why would acknowledging the victim complex or acknowledging trauma, um, why it's important to acknowledge trauma during that process? so there's accountability, of course, but um I, I personally I, I can take actions. I can take like my part. I did this, but I still personally feel like it's your fault mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me. Um, so um, just for me, like, how can me acknowledging my past trauma? make me not paranoid to the point where I am looking at every situation that like somebody is trying to hurt me. What
3: well, it boils down to, acknowledging drama is just the AKA for getting to the root of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? Um, we There's always a root to everything. Someone tells you, you someone asks, oh, why you did that? What are you thinking? And people say, I don't know. That's bullshit.
0: Can I jump in right quick? That reminds me of something my therapist said. Our first session, she said, we got to get to the shits.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: then I told her that was funny, and the last couple of sessions, now she starts with getting to the shits. And I, I, now I think it's corny, so I'm going to try to stop saying that. <laughs> but I might steal that for us, for my podcast, <laughs> whenever we get to the intro. It's like, yo, let's get to the shits. But anywho, I'm sorry for the interjection.
3: But well, absolutely, uh, no problem. Um, this is the show, show, family, <laughs> show, show. Um, so I'm glad you know. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so it's it's essentially get into the root of shit and get into root of it um, is figuring out why is it that you feel like a victim and more often than not, something happened in your past that made you feel like you didn't have a voice, that made you feel like you didn't have a say, you didn't have power, and that can stem from anywhere, any relationship, it can happen maybe on the playground at school, it can happen in the classroom, it could happen at home with your with your parents, but um, there's more to that feeling, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So this is why it is essential for you to deal with that trauma, right? Mm -hmm. And, again, when I say dealing with the trauma, it doesn't mean, oh, this person right in front of you, because more more often than not, there were many layers already there before that particular present situation happened. Mm -hmm. So figuring out, okay, when did this feeling start to arise for me? Oh, okay, it was at six years old. What happened at six years old? Oh, I remember X, Y, Z, but why did that bother me? It made me feel blah, blah, blah. And so when you're able to connect those dots, you're then now being more um you then are laying the, the 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 foundation to be more cognizant moving forward, right meaning, oh okay, if I know this is why it happened, then now I, I have the lens to look at present day situations and realize is it happening now
2: mm-hmm. and
3: if you can say yes or no, um then you can move forward more um you move forward accordingly but with more um awareness okay thats so that makes sense that makes a lot of sense um.
0: It kind of uh, in my self realization phase um I'm realizing that a lot of my sexual habits or my my communicative or whatever the word, the fuck that word is, <laughs> is um a lot of my habits with those two are linked to trauma um and that i mean of course, we know the obvious like people who are sexually abused um can become abusers. Mm-hmm. But um I would like to talk about how trauma can cause um a hypersexuality mm-hmm. or a decreased sexuality and I'm going to give a story um in a bit or um in the commun- communication side just um abusive and aggression where your past traumas can now make you verbally abusive or possibly um physically abusive so I'll give two stories actually um so I went through a situation with a young lady where we were involved, and to make a long story short, um, she wasn't really, so yeah, um, I was involved with this young lady, and uh, there was an experience where it felt like we both wanted to have sex, and we didn't have sex, but um, she was definitely uncomfortable with how the situation went down and it it affected me. It definitely was traumatic for me. So um, like I became a little bit more submissive sexually, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. especially when uh, initiating sex. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I I heard stories of people who uh, was cheated on and was in a a verbally abusive relationship. So now they're super hypersexual or they were in a situation where they were abused and now they're verbally abusive or aggressive when communicating Mm -hmm. um so can we speak about the links a little bit more and as well as like um why it's important Uh, like we know we need to get to the meat um but for me i guess it it, i i I don't know why us as a culture don't acknowledge um trauma in in this type of field we 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 recognize it when it becomes like the black man being aggressive but when it becomes to um emotional or sexual uh, trauma we kind of like let it go so if you don't mind speaking a little bit on those
3: again you hit me with a lot there right (laughs) you got to hit me one at a time listen this is how my brain processes I need it slow I need (laughs) it in pieces so I can digest it
0: let's start on the links between trauma and like sexuality um, and communication
3: so I know I I heard you say well, you added a little more the first time you said it as to, like, well, how does trauma mm-hmm. impact those areas? Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, it, it stems from what I said earlier, right? Um, people will respond to trauma differently, mm-hmm. right, where uh, we both can experience the same traumatic event, literally be in the same room, experience the same exact event. And we will both maneuver the world very differently
2: mm-hmm.
3: due to that trauma, traumatic event, um, even how we interpret it may mm-hmm. not we may not even interpret it the same um, as it being traumatic right um, so that goes to the uh, to to these two also for very specific um, categories right sexually uh, sexual and emotional or such sex, sex and communication right um, some people who might have experienced some type of sexual trauma um, in the past. Um, There's many ways that that can look, and I honestly, I don't know if I'm considered a textbook, but I I can speak to that because I've been that person, right? Mm -hmm. So in relationships and in childhood experience, I've had some pretty negative sexual experiences, Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, the way that I thought made sense to reclaim my power Mm -hmm. was pretty much to be the aggressor, Mm -hmm. to so I, I turned it, I quote-unquote empowered myself, mm-hmm. but in me quote-unquote empowering myself, being an aggressor, I then was doing things to people that they didn't want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I became that that person. So you
0: like, pegging people or some shit?
3: Nah, fam. <laughs> 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 I, I was, you know, I just was in situations and the dynamics where I felt powerless. I mm. felt like I had to say yes. I mm. felt like I had to do this thing. Mm. Um, and instead of speaking up in that time, in that moment, I, while I was in you those know, dynamics, some of them were in relationships, I just grew smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And so when I got out of the relationship, out of those situations, um, my brain told me, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Fuck these hoes, literally. <laughs> like that's how I thought about niggas after a while. Mm-hmm. Fuck these hoes. They hit it from my nut, and this is what it's going to be, right? Um, and so I turned it around when it, I didn't address mm-hmm. why I felt the way I felt and tried to, to, to deal with it. So what I did is I turned it around and became like a, okay, like I just address niggas like that. I'm here to fuck. This is what it is. What's good? Or nah, you know, this is what this is. This ain't going to be nothing more. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I felt powerful, though. Like I felt, when I tell you I was up, I felt up in those moments. Like I felt amazing. Um, and so I kept feeding on it. I mm-hmm. kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And eventually, after years of this, <laughs> it didn't catch on soon enough. Uh, after years of doing this, I eventually it stopped feeling good, mm-hmm. you know, and that for me was the turning point to stop and go, what are you doing? You know, like, why are you doing it? Because I was hurting the fuck out of people, and they were telling me, and I was just like, all right, but you chose to. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and so I, I gave that example to say that you it's really about how we um, internalize what mm. we've experienced, right? And we can either choose to, um, I guess you can say, let it conquer us, uh-huh or we conquer it. However, this plus and minus is for both things, mm-hmm. right? Um, as you can see, I quote unquote thought I was conquering it, but then what what comes to realize, I was actually doing myself more harm, and I was harming other people.
0: Before we, uh, let, I think that's the perfect segue to the B cuts, um, because you talk about hurting yourself and hurting other people, but more so hurting yourself. Um, so, this is the corny drop, the corny segue, right, <laughs> because she was robbing herself, and this is a 50 cent episode, we're gonna play how to rob, boy. I'm Maria. such a fucking cornball for that segue, that's the cornball <laughs> segue, you know alright y'all, so the B cut, that's where we go to pay bills, but we ain't got no bills to pay, so we playing songs, every time.
1: That's right. 1. Yo, the bottom line is i you trying to hear
0: all that shit.
1: Funny. I'm about to stick Bobby for some of that. we get the nigga sweating staring my nine. Is all the world nigga. No old fam. I put the gun Tell him tell man. Mate, see a... <laughs> watch now. I mean right now. The only excuse for being broke. Yo, how long have you been recording for? 32 minutes,
0: man. damn This podcast <laughs> might be a little over an
3: hour. <laughs> you got that much more?
0: We got two verses.
3: Yo, fam, how much <laughs> am I going to get paid for this?
1: This is a song, I
3: he's never to <won> pay nobody. am <laughs> for that Right
1: now i When I get like this, I don't think about to make TVJ take off that tight without a gun, this piece and run. I am just I
2: this
0: is a big, I'm show
2: already.
0: Only <laughs> i like I eight yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I like bucks I, like mm-hmm. I I might come with us, build the green You think I'm
0: fucking I'm gonna let the whole shit rock out.
1: Oh record labels do not send me
0: no shit
2: <laughs> This is not for profit
0: nigga I'ma send them shits right back to you return the sender <laughs> Fuck out of here. From the
2: poorest part. Oh, right, right, like city, right, I gotta make it. Where we go, down, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have to come up high, come up high. Oh, you are baby, I gotta make
1: it. Huh? Watch how you move in my city. Yeah, we kinda move in our city too. Yeah. I know you up, then it's pretty cool. Yeah, they my shit yeah, up, I up, Before I was rapping, I was, I was like, you, was like you was up. Up. So everything they like I'm too for like, like, You not know i on
0: you. Like, up with Is it me like, 50 always sounds good with a single nigga on his shit. Anytime That's true, that's a bad. Yeah Alright, enough of that bullshit. Yo. Here's the most serious question in the world, Miss AJ. You ready?
3: I'm ready, what's up?
0: Was you fucking with the power remix theme song when it came out on Power?
3: No. You wasn't? I fucking hated it. Why did you hate it? as I don't like chains. I like original shit. You know. I fell
0: in love with the original, fam. I feel like me and you had this conversation. We did. And I felt did. The same way. We did. But now that Power is gone, and we got five fucking new versions of Power, I'm kind of excited to see what <laughs> the
3: theme song and don't change that shit midway the fuck through. Super I don't fact. like that. You can't change
0: the shit. <laughs> I
2: was
3: tight. I literally was like sitting there by George I What the fuck is this? In the middle of season... <laughs> like, the, no the, the, in, me- in the middle of the
2: last
0: season. <laughs> Just making 50. His, nah. his excuse was bullshit. You nah. ain't going to that shit after 50. No, that's Alright, y'all. We on verse 2. And this one's... On, um, uh, 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 This is a tough one for me. I'm um, dealing with the emotions of past trauma while experiencing new things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so um, I'll just start off with my story, right? I, I guess part is more of a vent and for me. But um, I left Virginia. I love Virginia, the people down there. But my experience was just tough, bro. Um, especially once my situation broke up and I was down there for a couple of years Dolly. And um, I mean, I had relationships here and there, like you know, two two months, shit, or whatever. Um, but there was a, a time when I was down there, and I realized, like, um, I'm growing. And when I came back, I kind of like decided, like, at the slowest speed ever, actually, <laughs> that I wanted to make a difference. Like, I want to change who I was. Um, and I thought I could do that without acknowledging. Um, my trauma, my past traumas, that's why the, the first part of this song was so big for me, um. because, like, I, I really had to really acknowledge the shit that I was going through, that I went through, um, for my growth, and as, um, I started recalling some of those events, um, I was going through new life experiences that triggered flashbacks,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, to old trauma, and... Um, That's why I asked the question about friendships and relationships and all that shit because it definitely was affecting mine. Um, So I found it like super hard to deal with like my current emotion because my current emotion was tied um, to something in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So now that for me I'm able to acknowledge the trauma um, I'm dealing with um, trying to to, I could deal with the new trauma fine because it has nothing, like, it's weak compared to my old trauma. But um, the tips, I, I, I guess for me, I, one of the things I'm focusing on with my um, therapist is um, dealing with the emotion as they arise and dealing with the emotion of the, the old trauma mm-hmm. um, and, like, knowing when to apply logic to those situations. Um, because it's all logic, like the, the two situations that have everything to do with each other, but they have nothing to do mm-hmm. with each other. Um, so just like getting out of my head, um, getting out of the thoughts of being emotional, because y'all, if we take a census, with all my exes, they're like, emotional versus logic, there's no versus, it's just emotion versus hyper-emotion. Hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so, um, Give me a little knowledge about uh, the the concept of emotion versus logic. Um, before we get to that part, there's a line I guess that ties us all in. With 50 is talking about um, Eminem signing him and thought he was cool, what why do you want me to die homie? And I thought that was like really profound because it's like there's this person in your life that's trying to do good and you're sitting there looking at them like they are trying to do bad and that's only come from like past trauma, you know. So, um just dealing with the past trauma and knowing when to be emotional or logical.
3: That's a a tough one. So, um, yeah, you gonna have to break down that question a little bit because I I feel like there's more than one in there. So I don't.
0: Yeah. So um, just dealing with emotion versus logic. Um, why is it important to be logical versus emotional?
3: I can't. I think that's a personal mm-hmm. decision.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: I don't think it's necessarily better. I think that we need to learn what our balance is.
2: Okay. That's and fair. I think
3: we need both
2: mm-hmm. for
3: sure. Um, but what I do think is that in your while you're doing this self discovery and your self analysis, you have to um the way you come to your balance is by looking at situations and seeing how am I addressing these situations. Um And where does it take me? Right. So if you realize, let's say, for example, you know, you in relationships and I'm talking about intimate um, relationships, I'm talking about boyfriend, girlfriend, shit, whatever, you you know, you into um, and you are realizing in all those situations, you, you, you become super emotional, like your emotional brain is what takes over. Um, Then maybe then you should then um, pull back emotionally. And then start to tickle, think a little logically. Now I'm saying all this shit to y'all. This shit is fucking hard, okay? Mm. I'm not trying to listen because I was that emotional girl, right? Um, so it, it, it's weird. I was super emotional, but the way I expressed my emotion was different than others, so they didn't pre- perceive it as emotional. Um, Can but, you give us an
0: example of like of when emotion might have superseded your logic?
3: Fuck it with y'all niggas. Oh, mm. <laughs> bruh y'all made uh see and then this is this is someone who's not grown y'all made me right act hella crazy and the fact of the matter is can't nobody make you do nothing you don't want to do right can't nobody inflict anything it's, it's up to you to decide right and this is where logic has to come in right but it takes a level of self-awareness um but yeah like for sure in my relationships like for sure for sure for sure for sure um and and the thing is that how i how I pretty much lashed out in relationships really had nothing to do with them, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, they did dump shit in a relationship. That's not what I mean. But um, the the extremity in which I was lashing out at them had nothing to do with them. It was, had shit to do with my mama, my daddy, my family,
0: That's perfect me. about the, the, the second yeah. part to that question I was talking about, because identifying um, new experiences, for me at least, um, causes um, old uh, badges to pop up. Um, where I kind of projected um, the emotion I felt from the old experience onto the new experience. And that's kind of what I thought 50 Cent did when you was talking about um, and swi- slim switch sides on me, let niggas ride on me. I thought we were cool, why why you want me to die? And it's like, this is just a very profound place of, of thinking because it's like, here's somebody trying to do good for you or somebody trying to be around, yet in your mind, you're thinking, uh because of your past trauma experiences, that, you know, this, this person's up to no good. And, um, and you mentioned, like, you lashed out. And I, I tend to do the same thing, too. That's why I, I, it kind of hit me. Like, that's who you are. So a lot of y'all listeners, this is who I am. These songs and shit is, is literally about shit that I'm going through. So I'm hoping y'all hear these shits and fuck with it, because I know if, uh, like, I know one black man is going through it, or a black woman, for that matter. I know some of mm-hmm. y'all is going through it, too. So if you don't mind talking about... Um, projecting um, those emotions and that last out you were talking about.
3: Yeah, I do want to throw it in there. We all in this together, black people. Yeah. Okay, let's black men, black women, let's stop fighting each other. It's not, I, as I heard recently, it's not the oppression Olympics. It's not who's more oppressed, right? It's the fact that we both oppressed and we need to help each other get to a better place, right? Um, but I did want to add on a little bit to what I said because I don't feel like I answered your previous question, but really briefly is if you find that you function more in a logical space or a emotional space, and I think this is something that's simple that we take for granted. When a situation is arising, fucking pause. Just mm. take a beat. Take Whoa. a breath. And that will literally help you in that breath go, how do I want to react? Is it necessary to react that way?
2: Mm. And
3: then you can decide Okay, yes, I should continue to, to act this way or that way, um, or I should do something different. But I think that, that was definitely something that I did a lot of. I just was, oh, something happened, boom, I'm reacting. Something happened, boom, I'm reacting. And I never took the time to pause because when I lashed out, shit blew up, things went crazy. When I whoops pulled back from the situation, shit done went All the way to fuck left. And when I had time to sit down with myself and think, I was like, God damn, that was just unnecessary. (laughs) Um, But I learned to start taking those breaths and go, ooh, I want to punch this nigga in the face. But will this help the situation? Is that even necessary? And when I started doing that, I realized, you know what, it ain't even worth it. And then I just let it go. You know what I mean, but it does take practice. <laughs> don't get it twisted. It does take practice, and it does take work right um in regards to uh what you mentioned about projecting, it's really again I know I'm using these cliches and these little uh, these little things we probably heard growing up, but the fact of the matter is that hurt people hurt people right, mm-hmm. and the unfortunate thing about that is that we hurt people closest to us
2: mm-hmm.
3: so um what ends up looking like is that, like, early in the day, yo, my mom pissed me off, so when I go to school, I'm in my favorite class, but I tell the teacher to fuck off.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I didn't mean that shit, but I was upset, but you're the closest thing to me because you are actually asking me in, about my feelings, and I don't want to talk about them because I haven't processed them, I haven't dealt with them, so I'm going to lash out at you, mm-hmm. right? And that's what we do consistently, right, um, especially if you're in intimate relationships, Um we lash out, we had a bad day at work, you're the first person I see when I get home, you do something tiny that I don't like, I'm unleashing on you. Mm -hmm. And of course it's not right, it's not fair, it is a human thing to do, but doesn't mean it's okay, right? And that again, it takes that pause to stop and go, I'm fucking pissed. Did this person piss me off though, Mm -hmm. or was it something else? And when you can take that pause. and, and ask yourself that question. And again, these, this doesn't take 5, 10, 20 minutes. It literally can happen in a few seconds, honestly. Um, but of course, it takes practice. And of course, you know, you, you got to hone it. You got to really, really work on the skill. Uh, then you're going to stop projecting. Because uh, trust me, it, it doesn't feel good when you're lashing out, um, being lashed out on when you know you had nothing to do with what's going on, right? Mm-hmm um or maybe yeah you did do something like you did it you did it um but the extreme the extreme way that this person is reacting to you doesn't make sense right the the, the punishment doesn't fit the crime you know and it doesn't it doesn't feel good and eventually and essentially you, uh, people lose trust in you um, they you remove that sense of safety mm-hmm. um, that's within that dynamic when you are constantly that person that's
0: some real shit i i need to take a pause to uh... To uh, take that in for a bit, because um, Mr. AJ kind of hit the heart for a second, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so what we are gonna do? We are gonna play these 50 B cuts and we we be right back. Yeah. Let's
1: take them back. Uh huh. I in the cold world, daddy ain't around. Probably I'll commit a felony. My favorite rapper used to sing, check check out my melody. I wanna live good. Shit, I sell dope for a full finger ring. One of them go off, Santa told me if I best I get a sheepskin coat. If I can move through packs, I get the hat. I had to be dealt swords and turns in my sleep that night. Up the next morning, niggas stole my bike. If a day's same shit ain't nothing good in the little I run away from this bitch and never come back if I could. The love, or the underdogs yeah. on top. And I'm my Hey, me. I'm Rav and I ain't going nowhere to sleep. Get the Get to know me. Be the love the
3: go. hey, me. I'm Get
1: Jesus, G your out of air forces. Believe you me, homie, I know all about losses. I'm from Compton where the wrong colors. Be cautious. One phone call, hey, your body helped them I stay strapped like carcy, been banging since my little nigga Rob got killed for his barkley. That's ten years I told crew in 95, I'll kill you if you try me. Pull my head back 95. They told banks when I met him, I'ma ride and if I gotta die, rather homicide. I ain't have 50 cent when my grandmama died. Now I'm going back to Cali with my Jacob on. See how time flop the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, home and come on, me stop Go ahead and beat me. I'm rash, since beat and I ain't going nowhere to sleep, pick the dome. Beat it a little love of the underdogs on top. And I'm gon' shine, home Go and come on, stop ahead, beat me. I'm rash, since be and I ain't going nowhere to sleep, pick the gnomy. From the beginning to the end, losers lose when it's winning. This is real, we ain't got to the, same, the cold world that we in the Used to see Five-O throw the crack by the bitch, now I'm fucking with 5-0, it's all starting to make sense. My mom's happy she ain't got to pay the rent, and she got a red bow on that brand new bench. Wait no shot, money to land, sitting in the range, thinking how they spent $30 million on airplanes when his kids starving pockets going to bring the still going to the cause I want to know what's going on like I hear Marvin Those school boys that use that wood to build coffins whenever I'm in the booth and I get exhausted I think what if we break it got that abortion I love you my dog on top and I'm gonna shine on me my come on go ahead and me I'm ready to be big and I ain't going nowhere to get to know me people love the underdogs on top and I'm gonna shine on me my come on I'm Red Speak and I ain't going nowhere so get to know
0: Enough of that soft 50 shit. Play the hard shit. Shit with the fucking bass.
2: With
0: the block shit.
1: Come up, how I came up. Life's not gentle. See that it, in my mama? Ah, that Mr. Rental. I prayed on it. God didn't say nothing back. But well, that cocaine fool head, We took it to crack. Had a couple grand's of these, so we was just trying to make it. A brown sheet you know, niggas was trying to take it. You know the kind of drama that come with the leather bomber. Niggas trying to jump, but you got to stay with the llama. Suck shit, niggas get shot over some nana. If niggas want problems, I'm saying it's no problem. I catch them on the late night and daily depart Look back, look where we
2: started from. It's all been again, eh? We
1: roll out. I think he's shit. They do like they know that they know I'm out to you, man, boy. Shit you said to me cause you hurt me, then it helped me cause
2: then I was down in the
0: dirt. See the knots in my
3: pocket,
0: boy. I go to cash, probably. See you with your skinny jeans, pump with your ass out. I got all the money now. Fuck you, baby. Still <laughs> rocking skinny jeans. <laughs> we love you though. Don't fuck me up. Don't chase me on the internet, nigga. I don't owe you no money. <laughs>
3: See the biggest the fucking soul
1: car. ever. <laughs> ever. They sit the two bar registries in my yard. Somehow the bullshit shifted. Now motherfucker calling me gifted. And I'll be like.
2: Just look back, look where started from. It's all been again this. They tell me where we come this far. Not anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <not>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm tired. We, about to, we got like another verse before we wrap this bitch up. But this is a, like to me the most important part to be real with you. Um, my favorite line from that last 50 Cent song it's called Still Think I'm Not Nothing. Or Still Think I'm Nothing. Um, 50 says, I remember all the things you said to me because it hurt me. Then it helped me. Because now I'm down to put in the work. And, um, yo, I can't, like, I saw placement. Like, I don't know how I did that. Because I'm, I'm fucking awesome and shit. <laughs> but, um, that's the perfect segue for what's next and why it's important to put in the work. Um, from my personal journey, I can't tell you how many times I've shit, don't finish it. Um, and I know in order to get to, the, the point B, I gotta, I gotta walk to point A, but I, I get comfortable um, living at point A because I don't want to put in the work to become the better person. Part of that's because I'm, I'm afraid of what um, the result is. Um, but listening to that and then thinking back to many um, it's just a, a wild place to be. Um, because in this song he talks about putting work in, but in that song it's like fuck you. And it brings me back to the third verse um, where um, he talks about like he talks to God. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that he's working on himself in that verse, um, but he, he didn't see the fruit from working on himself, and then he kind of like gave up. And that 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 place of giving up um, is something that's common amongst our our, our people. And specifically when he said that, um, Homo shot me three weeks later, we, he got shot down. Now it's clear that I'm here for a real okay, reason. Yeah. he That's got hit. Like, I I got hit. It, but he ain't fucking and, Exactly. And um which made me think like if he didn't put that self work in to develop his own self value, um, and he thought the value in himself would come from uh I don't wanna say uh, uh, here's the word allegedly allegedly killing the homo dude because i don't know 50 cents y'all so mm-hmm. i ain't talking no street shit it's not my that's not my feel i'm a nigga, 50 um mm-hmm. but to to go to that part to feel like his value was like homo shot me three weeks later, he got shot down now it's clear that i'm here like it's clear now like y'all know i'm here because mm-hmm. this is what i did um and it was it, it, i think that was a very strong line it's like now y'all know um so before we get to the latter part can we talk about um why it's important to put in the word um, at least why was it important for you to put in the work?
3: Because if I ain't do it, who the fuck was going to do it? Yo. <laughs> I mean. Yo, come
0: on, come on, come on. Nigga. <laughs> I know I got cue points, but you got to follow the cues. Like, the the point, point, point. You can't go to the last part. I'm trying to warn I didn't you know that.
3: I mean, you asked a question, I answered it. I'm trying to wrap up my podcast,
0: nigga. That's not, not cool. Even. That's not even. Cool, you
3: asked a question, I answered it.
0: That's independent women shit y'all be doing.
3: Bruh. No, this no, intuition. No. I, I don't it's know. Fine. I
0: didn't. Um, but no. <laughs> um, so it was important for you to do the work because if you didn't do it, nobody else would.
3: A fact. Well,
0: What brought you to the, top, uh, the point that you felt like you need to do this work?
3: Shameless plug. Uh, I did a collab with um, another podcast um, for the Love Podcast. We did it on accountability. And In that conversation, it brought up, you know when you have conversations, it stems, like it sparks shit that you forget, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, But in that conversation, it made me remember that during that time when I was in a dark fucking place, niggas were around me letting me be there. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And nobody was just like, that's not true, not that nobody, but it wasn't, most people was just like, all right. You know, we, we we all thinking the same. We all riding the same. We all fucking up the same. Whatever. Um, and so, if you don't have that internal awareness, niggas gonna let you stay fucked up because mm-hmm. that's what they know. That and that's what they're comfortable with. You being, not that they're comfortable with, but they're comfortable with you being.
0: Shout out to the For the Love podcast for uh, helping Miss AJ come to that realization. <laughs> I
3: mean, I came to realization, but it sparked the memory, <laughs> rather. In, in us having a conversation, it sparked the memory. But that's a fact. Um If I wasn't riding for myself, ain't nobody was going to ride for me. And no one can do the work for you. Because even if you have, you have best friends, you got besties, you got the homie A1, day ones, they don't know everything that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. So how are they going to help you process that? You get what I'm saying? Like you have to process it. If it's up to you, if you decide you want to pull people in, and, and share those moments or the, those lessons, that's up to you. But at the end of the day, you have you. It's not that you're alone in the world, but you have you, and you alone mm-hmm. have to go through the shit you've been through because you're the one who experienced it, right? Um, You experienced it. You, you've you harbored those feelings and those thoughts, and you've, you're you the one who's been carrying them with you throughout your life. Um, mm-hmm. So if you don't do it, no one's going to do it because it's your life. And so – you only got the one to live, so live it the best way that you want, but you gotta want it right? That's something that it has to come to a point. I don't think it's rock bottom per se, but it has to come to a point where you're like, this shit that's going on right now, mm-hmm. this shit ain't for me I
0: yeah, for me, um it came down to I have a friend who triggered the fuck out of me um for two reasons before one, um. It was something that they said that uh, that, that really alarmed me. And uh, initially my uh, first reaction was to fight back. Um, but then it all boiled down to really um, walking the walk. So it was like um, being the person I want to be rather than the person that I am. And just in, in life just being goal-oriented, trying to Foresee what's next, and there's a there's a part of you who can't foresee the person that you want to be. We mm-hmm. all have goals yeah. and aspirations and dreams, and kind of like you look at people and be like, I want to do that, or I admire this, or, I want to incorporate that. And it it was enough dreaming, and a matter of me wanting to um, actually stay focused and put the work in to actually become it, so I can stop saying I want to, mm-hmm. um, which ties back to uh, Miss AJ fucking up my segways and shit. So, <laughs> um, so if, if no one else is gonna do it, you gotta do it. Like, nobody else is gonna do that shit. So, if I can't do it for me, guess what? My huh. shit. <laughs> I'm working on my segways, niggas, Don't comment on my shit to them all. Like, your vision, you got bad segways. <laughs> okay. Fuck you, niggas, all oh, my modest mm-hmm. listening to something like oh my god <laughs> it ain't, you ain't for everybody That's but this
3: been, is for fuck no t- niggas
0: <laughs> and backpackers
1: <laughs> or those of us that are both <laughs> and it's easy remember I said
0: I did homework
2: mm-hmm. I know
0: something about this your song you're going to have to tell us
2: I'll
0: think about it nah I'm over it
1: Okay. Y'all hear that shit? You don't want to be a fuck nigga no more?
0: Acknowledge your fucking past trauma. It's important for the movement, y'all. Y'all got to
2: move forward with life.
1: You can't move forward without knowing who you came from.
0: And after you done with that shit, do it with a nigga, don't be a bitch. Whatever those emotions are, figure them shit
1: out. Can't be out here hurting, motherfuckers, because you hurt. Motherfucker, what's doing? Just stay focused. Y'all niggas, don't
0: try to focus. You got to start playing focus. You want it, go get it. That's money, that's the future, that's you, that's the right thing, whatever. Go get that shit.
2: East New York. I don't know about that song. I said, out <laughs> to them, but East New York. <laughs>
0: Yep. all right y'all we about to wrap this shit up i mean i need to need to social distance now i've been fucking recording with aj for like 10 hours and shit <laughs> i don't know i heard a cough during the segment so i was like Yeah. i put on my mask and everything i'm we gonna start recording like video recording these shit so so no, we're not gonna no. start fucking up <laughs> <laughs> for real anywho so I heard this song is important to me, <laughs> and I also heard that we already had a black woman president. We already had our first black woman president, <laughs> and it's because this song, this I, If I Can't song helps somebody oh, become you become a, the first black president, first black woman Bruh, president,
3: or some shit like that. Stop spreading rumors and lies. That, that is not a nah, What happened then? <laughs> My business... Over here, alluding to uh, <laughs> when I told him that I used real Michelle this Obama. Song, I used this song as my um, what do you call it? My campaign, my campaign slogan. Oh Lord, how, uh, did, you, how did you use it? When I was a junior running for and senior AJ class president. It do it? Nah, so my it running mate was my was it. my homegirl at the time, my best friend at the time, and so we she was running to be VP, and I was running to be president. And so again, fifty album dropped. Obsessed And thinking of slogans, thinking of shit, and of course I can't use many men because that shit was too violent. <laughs> I feel like I did somehow, though. I ain't going to hold you. I feel like I did it somehow. Like I made flyers and I include that shit in there somehow. Um, but um, I was like, yo, we can tag team it together so they can vote for us together, right? Mm. Um, and so this was the line. Like, if we can't do it, then it can't be done. Mm. And the crazy thing about it, it was like, K- it was, K- yeah, it was just like, oh, that shit would be fun to do. But I didn't even think about it really hitting, if that made sense. <laughs> and it was wild because, like, they made us do a whole speech and everything. We in a lunchroom, tons of fucking... Did you
0: rap this song as a speech?
3: Anyway, no. Nah, tons of fucking uh, juniors is in there. And, again, like I said, I was kind of like, I wouldn't say per se nerdy, but I was like the smarter, the one that know the answer type girl. Mm-hmm. Um... And I didn't think I was gonna win. Like my brother literally forced me to do this shit. I was just like, I don't wanna do it but he was like, do it's gonna look good for college and so, um, I didn't wanna do it. And so I'm get like I had my speech written and all that tagline and so like, you know, I started out was like, Yo, if we can't do it, it can't be done. These niggas went wild, like they were wild and I was just like, Oh shit, okay, okay, this is hit and Clearly, I was elected, and uh, I was the senior class president.
0: A.J. Obama, <laughs> he was the the first black president before Obama. Yeah,
3: A.J. Obama,
0: <laughs> I respect it. Well, next up this is the last segment of the show. This is the pop your shit segment.
2: Pop your shit. Yes.
0: Talk y'all shit. I big up all the guests, I'm trying to know what they do, where you can find you at, what's next for you. So questions one, two, and three. What's next? What you got going on now? And where can the fans find you?
3: What's next? Um, What's next? Right now, still dropping episodes so you can find me. Um, again, I'm the host and creator of the Oasis Podcast. Well, I'm a
1: frequent, frequent, yeah, yeah, fucking
3: yeah. Guests. I put you caught that bug for me, know but, what I mean? but I'm the <laughs> I, like I'm,
0: I'm a lot more articulate in DJ's yes. podcast. My
3: podcast is a little calmer. A little, a little calmer. <laughs> but you know, we all got layers to us. I'm you know, this different to the, the different I'm, I'm sure my listeners haven't heard. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, because my podcast is the Oasis Podcast. So you come here to cool down, calm down, right? Breathe a little. Um, but, yeah, so I have the Oasis podcast, so I'm podcasting, um, as well as I'm doing some collabos, your podcast. I have, again, for the Love podcast that I'm collabing with. Um, I got a lot of shit that I'm doing um, in regards to, like, doing, trying to do some advocacy stuff, um, trying to host some events. And so moving forward, I am, um, I have created, rather, and I'm starting to push out, um, my, like I said, my consultant services, AJO Consulting Services. Um, you can find us on IG, Instagram, um, Facebook soon. Um, but you can follow us at AJO Consult, um, and that's A-J-O-C-O-N-S-U-L-T, um, the OASIS Podcast. You can find us as, as well on Instagram. That's one word, uh, T-H-E-O-A-S-I-S Podcast. Um, also find us on Facebook. Um, what else is next? Yeah,
0: you got any side businesses?
3: You got to pay. Mean, I'm also a notary, you know what I'm saying? If y'all need some notary services, that fall under my consulting business. So my consulting services is more about uh it focuses more on um uh, well the individual as well community, um of course health, but um wellness.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um so again, t- touching on mental health topics, touching on topics altogether, we talk about financial health, um uh, financial health, mental health, social health, which we don't talk about a lot, um, and spiritual health, of course. And uh, you
0: do got some physical health shit too. Wasn't you out there uh, uh, making some self care
3: products and shit? You still making your self care products? The body that was my that was my previous life. Now nah, I don't do that again. I only do that special see, order. Yeah, I'm trying to
0: help her get a dollar, I but she you. don't want the dollar.
3: Nah, I don't. I, I kind of let that go a little bit. That that was tougher than a. Uh, yeah, it was a lot. It. So don't so, so, head
0: up for no lotion, y'all. Yeah, I don't
3: do that. I mean, I'll I plan on incorporating some aromatherapeutic uh-huh. products um, in regards to my um consulting business. Uh, but I get, guess that's to 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 soon come, soon come.
0: All right, yes, yeah, so we get there where we get there. And where can everybody find you? Personally? No, we don't want your address, man.
3: My personal handle: Vina <laughs> Jaya. Uh, my personal handle is uh Leo Carmel twenty three on IG, L. E. L. C. A. R. M. E. L. twenty three. Um and I think it's the same on Facebook. I might be lying, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it is.
0: <laughs> but mind you, y'all, if it ain't about money, don't be hitting niggas up, Okay. Sure I don't to want spread.
3: no one sliding in my DMs. No thank you. you. Now unless you really need some help, then I can't turn no one. And we out,
0: y'all. Fuck this shit. We done. we got about to close this. Nah, don't hit don't hit stop yet. <laughs> This is how we do it. This is how we end the fucking podcast. This is how you end the mm-hmm. podcast properly, fucking mm-hmm. church.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, AJ,
0: you can't sing along to this one. Wow. This one got played by itself. Oh, my okay.
2: bad. it's the outro. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 well,
0: damn. Now you want to sing along this <laughs> shit. <laughs>
1: Like uh Impala, uh chrome hydraulic, eight way drums. You don't want none, nah, nigga better run. When beef is on, I will pop that drum. Come get some, pistol grip pump. If a nigga step on my white man, one six red rum, ready hit come, count the uh Drake found me in the slum, selling that stuff. One hand on my gun, I was selling rocks the Master P and saying, uh, buck past the blunt. It's G on the drums, just wanna have fun Coke and rum, got weed on the trunk. I'm banging with my hand up a dress like, uh I make a tongue, purple haze in my lungs Whole gang in the funk, case a nigga wanna start. I put Lamborghini doors on that Escalade Lil' pro solo, look like I'm riding on plane in one year, man, a nigga so bad, I have a straight bitch in the telly going both ways Touch me, tease me, kiss me, please me I give it to you just how you like it, girl You're not rockin' with the best straight town on my hip. They say I'm no good Cause I'm so good These folks do not want me around This shit might pop off But if shit pop off Somebody gon' get laid to fuck out They call me new money Say I have no plans I'm from no bottom I came
0: up too fast The hell if I care I'm just to get my can Boosie ass Bitches you my ass I'm Boosie Nigga Kiss my ass Fuck your help, We out We yeah. out